solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Sit down, have a seat. Welcome to the Locked On Texans podcast, the Tuesday edition, or part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am one half of the Locked On Texans podcasting crew, John, some sports guy Hickman. Before we pass it off, I want to let you guys know about the live fantasy show. Have fantasy football questions you need answered before the draft. Don't miss the Locked On Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Only on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now. You don't want to miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time to Locked On NFL on Twitter. That is at Locked On NFL on Twitter. Passing it off to Cody Davis. A great practice yesterday. It rained. Got a lot in. Cody, welcome into today's show. And on this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans, John and I are going to be joined by Houston Texans wide receiver Jordan VC as he share his thoughts on what's it like playing with the Houston Texans, especially during training camp, and especially what does this opportunity mean for him personally as a guy who went undrafted during the 2018 NFL Draft. But ladies and gentlemen, to get this latest installment of Locked On Texans kicked off, John and I want to share some quick takeaways on everything that went on during yesterday's practice, which was day 15 of Houston Texans training camp. Now, of course, the biggest story surrounding the Texans on yesterday was the absence of Deshaun Watson. He did not take the field with the Houston Texans on yesterday, but according to Mark Berman of Fox 26, he was in the building getting treatment and he was attending meetings that the Texans had prior to coming out on the field. Now, with that out the way, ladies and gentlemen and John, <laughs> I got to tell you guys, yesterday was by far one of, if not the best practice that I ever attended covering the Texans throughout training camp. And I say that because it was competitive, there was a lot of trash talk, and the energy was there. And I started this segment off talking about the current slash former star of the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson, and I want to flip the page to a future star that the Texans have on their roster and Nico Collins. I know you guys have heard us rave about Nico Collins ever since the start of training camp, and in my case, ever since OTAs. But yesterday might have been Nico Collins' best day. He caught not one, not two, but three deep ball pass attempts, two coming from Tyrod Taylor and one coming from Davis Mills. And what I liked about those receptions was not only did Nico Collins complete those receptions in tight coverage, but he did so using the attributes that is going to make him a star receiver in the league somebody who has the speed and somebody who can also use his body frame to create separation between him and his defenders and that's what i saw on all three of those receptions and speaking of deep passes davis mills had i'm not going to say he had a one of his best days because he did in practice with two interceptions 
one coming from Lonnie Johnson Jr. And the other was a one-hand interception made by Shaheem Carter. But even in the midst of throwing two interceptions, Davis Mills still has somewhat of a good day on Monday, making several great passes throughout practice. One seemed like it was about a 25 to 30 yard pass attempt to Kiki QT. And staying on the offensive side of the ball, John, I'm not too sure if they actually used this lineup before, but yesterday was the first time that I ever saw this. David Cully and Tim Kelly ran an offense where they had Nico Collins and Chris Conley as their two outside receivers, and they had Brandon Cooks in the slot. I don't know about you, John, but I love that because that shows how versatile this Texans wide receiving core really is. The fact that you have your top receiver in Cooks, who, who is coming off a season, by the way, of recording another 1,000-plus reception yards, the fact that you can have your best receiver line up in the slot really says a lot about this offense, which can be extremely dangerous for the opposing team for this upcoming season. Yeah, my opinion on that is there are going to be times where Houston needs their best players on the field to make a play. And when you look at the possibilities, the endless possibilities of what Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, and Chris Conley all on the field at one time could do, pick your poison at whoever you want to have at running back. And then you look at the, you know, the two tight ends that you could possibly have on the field or three tight ends, depending on what you want to do with Brevin Jordan. You know, this offense can have moments where it's it may look high octane, depending on how this offense will be set up with Tim Kelly and how you design plays. Um, but, you know, that's what you need to get prepared for right now, which is what they're doing. Am I correct? Like putting those three guys on the field at one time is going to give you a look. And I expect that if Brandon Cooks is available to play Saturday or for the next preseason game, then that'll be a formation that we will see, you know, two wide out, one in the slot and, uh, how, how they'll be able to use that and attack teams defensively. That's something that I'm glad that they're playing with now, especially considering, you know, what's going on with Anthony Miller in his situation. Now you may have a tighter group and wide receiver that you want to put on the field because you know you need bodies, but you're not really too sure of who you want to put out there, who you can trust consistently. And aside from yesterday being a good practice, we were able to get word. There was no structural damage for Texans wide receiver Anthony Miller after undergoing an MRI for a dislocated right shoulder. Uh, this is according to Aaron Wilson. That is news on Anthony Miller, who will be able to step up at that wide receiver position. The room will allow for another body to be kept for Houston. So on the other side of the break, we will talk to Texan wide receiver Jordan Vesey, discuss what he does to prepare for each game. And what can he do to separate himself from the other receivers on this depth chart and make the 53-man roster? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including the MLB, NFL, and your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON. 
Bet Online is your online sports book experts. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for sticking around to the Tuesday edition of Locked On Texans podcast. As promised, John, Cody, we are, our listeners, we are joined by Jordan VC of the Houston Texans. What a pleasure to have you on today's show. Talk training camp, talk preseason, and basically all things Jordan VC. Welcome in to the Locked On Texans podcast. Appreciate you guys for having me, man. Happy to be here. Glad to be able to share this time with you guys. So, Jordan, let's jump right into it. You know, you're going into, I believe it's the third week of Houston Texans training camp. How has this experience been like for you? Oh, uh, man, it's been a, it's been a really good one for me, especially uh, with that word you used right there, the experience. And that's what's helped me the most because um, given how abrupt everything was for me, was signing on, uh, I think, what, a day after training camp began. And um, just, you know, being ready and waiting on that call and then having to be here the next day to practice, you know, I think experience and being able to have that has helped me tremendously in this time, being able to know what I have to do to be able to execute a camp. And also just coming in into a time, you know, when you're learning a new offense and everything, I think being able to have the experience that I have has helped me to be able to transition and to being able to know the offense as quickly as I have been able to know it and just continue to make plays, even though, you know, I am a different part of my process and my learning curve being that I'm, you know, just got here. But I would say experience has been huge as far as just helping me with this experience. Well, that's what I would say. Speaking of experience, Jordan, you spent time with organizations like Buffalo, Washington. And now since you've landed with the Houston Texans, you've kind of went through the AFC South gauntlet. What's been different about this team that's been led by first year head coach David Cully for you? Um, It's been great to be in a locker room with such great veteran presence. I was uh, blessed when I first came out and um, my first year as a rookie, I signed with Tennessee and I was uh, able to be in a more veteran, so uh, uh, veteran in post locker room where the guys were older and just taught us or showed us the way. And it's been cool like to be to and be in Houston. I had been in Jacksonville for a short stint of time. One of the biggest differences I would say with this team is how it's uh, led the leadership and the veteran leadership in the locker room, how they help us guys, you know, and given that I'm not, you know, I'm a young guy, but I'm going into my fourth year in the league, it's still things I'm learning. And I'm able to have that, you know, be able to see the guys in front of me do what they're doing, guys like B Cooks and uh, Conley and everybody learn from those guys. I think that's been the biggest thing as far as, you know, just what I've had in uh also, the experience and the leadership of Coach Cully as well, given his um, his leadership role and being in the former assistant coach and knowing how to do everything, even though he's a rookie head coach himself, you know, I can I think his leadership has been great. Now, Jordan, um, you know, you just finished talking about David Cully. Are you surprised, by the way, how good of a coach David Cully has been? Because I'm pretty sure, you know, when he was hired, there was a lot of, you know, a lot was said about him coming on as the Texans head coach. But now it seems like a lot of people, no matter if it's the fans, no matter if it's the players, no matter if it's the media, they're starting to come around because now we'll finally have an opportunity to see coach cully step in and be a true head coach and we, and you know me and john was talking we love how not only does he coach you guys but he also is somewhat of an encouragement factor when you do something good he give you that encouragement but at the same time as we saw during the um team scrimmage that happened on saturday when he don't like something he isn't afraid to come at you guys uh no definitely for sure i think um coach Cully is a great leader of men 
And I think that's what you want in a head coach, someone who can be able to lead the team. You know, a head coach plays and has a lot of hats that they have to be able to put on, not necessarily with the X's and the O's as much as far as that. But I think it's just being able to manage, you know, the whole organization in a, in a whole and also just, you know, the team. Just being able to manage that and the people in the room, I think it's huge. Just which goes back to what you said with Coach Kelly, you know, how he is a great encourager as well as far as how he lets us know when we are doing the right things and also when he lets us know when we're not. So it's like being able to have that um, that duality in him and him being able to manage the relationships and the people in the building, I think that's huge, you know, as far as that. And I think you just have to be a great leader of men to be able to be a head coach. And I think as the season progresses and as people are seeing now, that's what they see in Coach Kelly's so, you know, I want to go back to your experience in the league. Have you prepared differently with your knowledge of the NFL now, how it works during this preseason and training camp in order to make this roster? I wouldn't say necessarily too much of a difference in things. You know, one of the best things you can have in this world in anything in life is experience. And as uh, I have experiential knowledge. So going into year four, there's not too many things that I haven't seen, you know, things that I'm able to learn from from being in other places. I'm able to take it with me now. So that's what I would say more so having really had a different approach. You know, you always you come to everything as a consumer professional and, you you know, you put your best foot forward in everything you do unless you're, or you won't be here. That's just a kind of a prerequisite to be in the league. But, yeah, man, I think one of my biggest assets is everything is just having that experience and being in other places and what I've learned from there. I'm able to, you know, the wheel ain't, you know, we're not changing the wheel here. Football is football, you know, it ain't changing. It's not going to be drastic changes as far as the game and everything. So it's about the more you do something, the better you are at it, you know. So having that experience has helped me tremendously just to be able to be in this moment of time and take full advantage of my opportunities because I've had those things before prior. So, yeah. Can you talk about your experience and the time that you shared at Hub Football? Um, if I'm not mistaken, you was a part of that um, organization back in May. And not mm-hmm. only can you talk about the experience, but can you also talk about how much being a part of Hub Football actually helped your NFL career to where you are today? Yeah, man. Um, being able to go out to the Hub and um, go out for the camp that day was big because it's actually putting me back into kind of that radar to where you get right there in front of those scouts. I had uh, been in contact with some teams already prior. I had done a couple of uh, pro days at uh, my guy Felipe Franks and coffee him and also with Trey Lance. I attended both of his pro days as well with helping him out. But being able to go to the hub, I think, helped me to get even more so in, in front of even more teams. And I think it was just a culmination of all those things going on through the year, you know, just being there and letting guys see that how good a shape that I was in, that I was ready and prepared at any moment of time. But, uh, yeah, the hub was tremendous because it's, uh, it's an outlet, you know, for guys who are, you know, those free agents who need to get back into the league. And so being able to have that opportunity, man, and understanding that, you know, you got to take full advantage of those times when you'd be able to be evaluated. I think that was huge, and I understood that. So, now, um, just knowing me and my preparation and um, always being ready and prepared, you know, I was ready and prepared right then and there to perform. So I think it, it helped me tremendously because it set up workouts with other teams and kind of got me back with my buzz going. So, yeah. You know, we, we've talked about your experience. We've talked about, you know, how you got to this point, which is amazing. But I think for the listeners, what they would like to know is what element of your game can you bring to this team to make this roster? And, you know, take this team to another level. What can you bring to this team once you make the 53-man roster? 
I see myself playing a huge role in uh, special teams on this team. I see myself playing a huge role in the run game as well on this team as far as being able to come in right now. So one thing I know I can do right now is the dirty work and um, and making the plays a lot of guys probably wouldn't want to make. So I see myself doing that, especially because, you know, it doesn't take any that's effort. And that's just knowing what to do and being able to execute there. And then I grow and progress in my role as the season goes. But I feel that and also just with helping and mentoring other young guys as far as my guy Nico and everybody from one of my other hometown guys. He's from uh, actually from Birmingham. I'm from Gadsden. So. Me and him have a pretty good relationship. We're about 30 minutes away. Yeah, so went to a rival high school of mine. So being able just to be in the locker room and learn from B. Cooks and learn from David and learn from uh, Conley and Conley and uh, also just being able to lead the younger guys, man, I think that's going to play a big part in everything as far as our success as a room. I think, you know, we got the pieces to do some great things. So, you know, what then thing with me is just about being available and willing. And um, however we carve out that role, that's what we do and we um, do it to the best of our ability. So, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned your hometown because you're from the South, yeah. right? You're in Houston, you're in the city of Houston, but we got turkey yeah. leg, we got Frenchies, we got, <laughs> we got so much different type of food to choose from. You got great Tex-Mex, man. I got to ask you because people going to want to know what you put on there, red, white, and blue. Who got better food, Houston or your hometown? <laughs> That's going to be because, you know, it's both in the South generally. So it's like, I don't know. I can't necessarily give too much of a opinion right now because I haven't got too much of Texas cuisine yet. I haven't got to go out and explore as much. So I will probably get a nod to the hometown as of now. But I've heard great things about Houston. And uh, I won't be able to partake in everything. Uh, my diet is very strict. I'm actually pescatarian, so I only eat fish. <laughs> so okay. it right. would depend on what I do anyway. But, um, yeah, we'll see, man. You know, I'll for sure do some uh, – Flounding around and, you know, kind of getting to know the city. But right now is, you know, big grind time. So head down and just, you know, keep learning on the playbook and just, you know, we'll enjoy the fruits, everything else once we get there. So, yeah. Absolutely. And since you're pescatarian, you, you got to gotta check out Papa those while you're out here. And you that's right across the street from the stadium. We got them everywhere, though. We got them everywhere, though. So I ain't going to count that one. But, it's a yeah, little different in H, man. Okay. okay. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. It like, I think it like originated here. Yes, it's a little different out here. We got the, uh, that hometown cook and feel to it. My last question is, because people want to know, we're tired of the, the, the narratives that has been created by everybody else outside of Houston. Tell us something about this team fans need to know, but they may not know heading to week one for this, for this upcoming season. Um, that we are a very close-knit team, especially uh, given the parameters of everything that people see on the outside looking in, I would say. Um a lot of those things haven't really come to affect us because I feel like the the big key point in all this thing that we have in our locker room is experience. You got guys from so many other places that have played that know how to handle things a certain way and know how things have to be done. And I feel like that's just a, um, just an overall understanding that we have in a locker room. And once you have those type of things, that's, you know, the those are recipes for success and being able to stay on one accord, being able to, um, being able to fly under the radar is also a great thing. And I think that's something that we'll do as well. And um, yeah, just being able to manage our own expectations. I think, and I, I feel like we do that very, very well here. So it's like, you know, as, as you can see on Saturday, man, we were flying around, even though, you know, preseason game, I know it don't count in the standings, but whenever, whenever they take a score, you know, you want to put your best stuff out there. And I feel like we did. And I felt like we were, um, 
I feel like we were in better shape. I feel like we flew around. And so I'm excited about it, man. We got a lot of we got a lot of grit to us in this team. So I think we'll be able to execute at a high level. And once we do that, you know, sky's the limit. Jordan, last question before getting out of here. You know, there's a lot of negativity surrounding this organization. It has been over the past, what, six months to a year now. But from what I'm seeing as someone, you know, watching on the sideline at, at practice ever since training camp started, and even I think the fans got a sense for it now from that very first preseason game, how are you guys able to block out the, block out the noise and actually build a great camaraderie? Because from what I'm seeing from this Houston, Texas team, the camaraderie, it seems like every single one of you guys have a joy to be around each other. You know, I'm looking at the defense, even though y'all do talk a little trash, like what, like what went on today at practice, you know, it seems like you guys get excited no matter what play it is, because like David Cully says, no matter if it's an interception, no matter if it's a touchdown, at the end of the day, that's your teammates, that's the Houston Texans making plays. So, you know, once again, everything that's going on, how are you guys able to block out the noise and build a sense of camaraderie for this organization heading into the new season? I think we're able to do it just based off the fact that we know we are very close and we do have a good camaraderie with one another and plus i think we all understand you know what's at stake for one another and once you have that respect and understanding that you know this is how we provide for our families this is how this is the game that we love to play and it's also a respect aspect that comes to respecting the game as well so and we know what that takes and it's like so when you get outside stuff and adversity like that the same way you would deal with it in home you know what i'm saying just being able to keep moving forward and you know Honestly, you know, just playing the hand that you dealt and dealing with it in the best way, I think that's the biggest part of it. But I think we're able to do it, too, because we're family. And we really, really preach and harp on being a team and being a family. And I think that's uh, it was huge what you said as far as, you know, we all compete against each other because we really do. And I think that's been a big thing in camp. But we do all understand that we're all Texas. And I think people were able to see that on Saturday. Like, you know, <laughs> we compete. We compete a lot during camp. You know, we don't have any joint practices this year as far as that, and which is fine because we get enough competition amongst each other. But it, it, I think everybody can see that it really felt good to be all as one and go out and have an opposition, you know what I'm saying? And being able to play against another opposition, man, I, I think it brought out even, you know, the best of us. So it was it was good to see. So, yeah. Awesome. Sounds good, Jordan. Appreciate you once again from stopping by Locked On Texas, man, and good luck throughout the rest of training camp and hopefully we could do this again and hopefully we can do this at Papados because that's my favorite restaurant <laughs> hey we had to work it out as long as they got some fish for you boy man we'll figure something out but no, i appreciate you guys having me on man. do you know 85 percent of people who play daily fantasy sports lose is it really that surprising the game is rigged against you you're playing against thousands of other lineups not to mention experts who have more tools and more time you don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. How it works? Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. Name your stakes. Winner takes all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineup ahead of time. No one else does that. You're in total control. Stat Hero is daily fantasy sports the way it's meant to be, one-on-one. -on -one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. 
they're giving you 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. Betting on the Texans doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Best podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Best podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. As promised, everybody, that was Jordan VC, number 14 for the Houston Texans. Fighting to make a roster spot, the 53-man roster for this team. And, uh, you know, he mentioned one thing, Cody, that stood out to me that I love when players kind of expand on. When I asked him, basically, what can he do to, you know, take this team to another level? I love that he mentioned special teams. I love that he mentioned doing the dirty work, like getting there on run blocks, creating a lane down the field for a running back to possibly – you know, taking 15 to 20, maybe more yards. Those things are encouraging because for me, that's when you hear a player that's a humble player at that. But know that it does take the small things to move the needle for a team. And I appreciated that. I appreciated the interview. And, I, and I've seen him at training camp. The boy got hands, right? If you go watch some of his tape from college with the Cal, Undrafted out of 2018, but he got some hands, man. Saw him in practice. The boy can catch, right? So he just needs an opportunity to show that. And I think, you know, unfortunately, with the injury to Anthony Miller, Isaiah Coulter, which we'll get into in a few, you know, the the door is opening up a little bit more for him to make this 53-man roster. For me, John, I actually do think he's going to make this roster. And I'm not just saying that just because we just had him on, but – as you as you just mentioned, Jordan is a very talented individual, and I think the Texans are able to use him for this upcoming season in order to prove people wrong. But for me personally, what I love most about that interview was just him talking about the camaraderie that this organization has built. You know, the slogan for the Texans for this upcoming season, everywhere you look, team, team, team. That's one thing I love the most about what I'm seeing about the Texans is the camaraderie and the chemistry that this organization has built because we know what's going on on the outside given everything that's going on with Deshaun Watson and even prior to Deshaun Watson legal issues. There was a lot of negativity surrounding this organization. Now, I had an opportunity to watch this team almost every single day in training camp. And John, when I tell you, this seems like a group of guys who love to be together I'm not lying about that. And I think on Saturday, no matter if he was watching the game, if you saw some of the behind the scene takes on Twitter, John, as you as you just alluded to yesterday on Locked On Texans, you love the post game speech that David Cully made to his team after a preseason victory. John, man, the camaraderie is really going to take this organization very far in 2021. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and like us on Facebook as well. Use those same Twitter thumbs. Go to the search bar. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two Y's. I do have a Mike Evans Tampa Bay Buck jersey on. 
And as always, I'm your host, Texans Beat Reporter for USA Today, Texans Wire, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.